Hey, 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 welcome to MMA and Beyond. We've reached episode 13. Who would have known? We talk about fights, the fight game, mindset, and whatever else comes up. Ray Longo, I'm Steve Maraboli, Tony Fight Shape Ricci here, Mike Rasigliano. Good to be back. World famous. Up, Good to World be back. World famous, Mike Rasigliano. Ray, welcome back, brother. Big weekend for you. Man, crazy. Little, Can I just say, I think I'm we need to qualify groggy. MMA and beyond. Oh, here, here, here look. I we just are, want to qualify we are MMA exactly. and beyond. Let we don't want to qualify MMA seconds into the show. sometimes beyond. Let him speak because I'm already so disgusted from this weekend. It can't get worse, but I have a feeling. It's not MMA and beyond. It's MMA and we could go beyond but most likely we'll stick with it. And a little some of us can go beyond. Some of, of us. And MMA because we don't want to go out the bubble. 36 seconds <clears throat> in, folks. Good to be back. <laughs> Good to, <laughs> to have you back. Ray, some pros, some cons, some positives, some negatives. We have everything from uh, from Sasaki's fight being uh, yeah. called off to... Forgot, uh, forgot all about poor to, Sasaki. To Aljo yeah. performing at an amazing yeah. level. And, of course, Marab's... Super weird and something yeah. I don't understand. That kind of that kind of finish. Tell us about the weekend, brother. Oh, yeah. on, on the positive note, I mean, even you know, starting with Ayah Quinter against Khabib, and then Marab and then Aljo, the guys are coming to fight. They're putting on entertaining fights, and they're they're doing what they're supposed to do. I'm really really proud of that. Win or lose, I don't really give a shit. The guys really performed uh, to the best of their abilities, and that's that's all. As a coach, that's all I could ask for. And I'm really super proud of all three guys. I really wish Suzaki would have got the fight. He's become another, just in a short period of time, such a likable dude, and everybody was so psyched to see him fight um, that that was, you know, that started off on some bit of a negative note because then he was down, and, you know, that guy gets down to 125. That's not an easy, you know, that's not it's an easy task. To and I'll tell you, the night that he made 125, he was doing drop kicks on his uh, warming up. The guy had energy. Hmm. That was beyond. He's a species like anything I've, unlike anything yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen to date. Yeah, so yeah. I was really excited to see if that if you know if I made a little bit of a difference in his game, and he had a really good opponent, and uh, we never got to see that. But on the brighter note with him, you know, I think it's going to take you know probably about a year to really see those changes come to fruition. So it gives us more time, and he's willing to jump right back in there. He's not going to go back to the Japan. He loves staying here. He's and staying, right? He's he staying, told me he was staying. How does it work yeah. logistically when someone on fight week loses a fight? Because he puts time, effort, money. Does Do you get paid anyway? Do you get paid a piece? Or, do, or are you not privy to how that works? Like, how, oh, how does I mean, it work? I know what he got. They gave him uh, 10000 which is... What you know, he would have made for fighting no, or for showing no. or half of what made no he would just have made uh, hey more than that. yeah so better like, than nothing like kind a, of thing I think better than nothing it's like a, I think they said it was a new new rule that that's what will happen you don't get your show money or you win money but they give you ten grand maybe to cover some expenses I some don't sort know. of insurance policy that they probably took out like you were talking about earlier probably the same uh, way Tony. they insure a baseball player or a free agent yeah, maybe and like if, they're, if they're hurt. Yeah, their salaries so, paid accordingly. Maybe. So I know, I know yeah, that's that. what what happened with him. So you know, like again, maybe it eases the pain a little bit. But, you know, it can't be much. But um, he looked yeah. he looked ready. He put in all the time, yeah, and, and that is kinda, a bummer. Kind of stinks, man. That is a you know, bummer. You always want to see if you know if you made an impact and all that stuff. So for me, it kind of stinks. And were, everybody on the team wanted to see him fight mm -hmm. too. He's such, he become you such just, a nice you kid. You want to see that guy f uh, he flourish. Just, he was just, he's another nice kid. Like, like Marab, I mean, I think these guys are just happy to be here and nobody is like Marab on fight week. Mm -hmm. He embraces it. He enjoys it. He loves being here. He doesn't give a shit about the money. He just seemed to be posting on Instagram every four minutes. I, I, I mean, he was is, so excited Normally, for the I got to tell you, and Steve, normally that drives me nuts, but with <laughs> him, I just take so much... It's I, so genuine. I, it's so genuine. It's, it's, he's going over to Verrazano Bridges post. You know, yeah. it's like almost like you make those jokes, like what's the guy eating for breakfast, and this guy's posting about what he said to the cat, but with right. him... It is You're like right. you say. It's so. He's genuine. not promoting. He's sharing. He's in a new country, yes, yes. and he is. He's going over that Verrazano Bridge, like he's up in. He's sharing he's up to in an space. audience he's that a, isn't here. He's yeah. sharing with this home audience. We could all get that. Hey, kind of that look ma yeah, kind of audience, and, you know, and that's. And this hey. is a guy that you know is going to go yeah. back home next week, and all he wanted to do is bring money back home to his family. Mm. He's been gone for five years, and he misses everybody, and. Yeah, Hard I, not to I, I feel for that you, guy, the, man. The, I'm going to say this. Marav, even over the course of this weekend, has made me a better person. 
just watching him conduct himself in a situation like that is uh, is mind-boggling to me. But really, definitely making me a better person. The guy's just unbelievable. He's he does just, everything he, right you know in the gym. It seems like he did grateful. everything right here, right? He's grateful for the things to yeah, be grateful Yeah, yeah, it's for. awesome. And we get, we get so convoluted and misdirected and put our efforts in some shitty wrong areas but this kid has he knows what it's about man you know just happy to be eating a meal and yeah. uh, being with people he likes and uh, keeping it simple man and it never just, stops I, working right i nah, think and, i think that's why you didn't mind him posting because you know nah. the kid like that is oh exactly right there you go yeah he, that He's has sort to of be genuine done, you know? and you're even re you're, and you're re-emphasizing that too it's not the guy that's all about the fluff and the, right. the bling and the, you know he's, no, he's working his ass so he if you does. post as whatever you want yeah, yeah. yeah. You go ahead right. you can post exactly. whatever you want he's a fighter and and he told me what he was going to do in that fight and i told anybody i talked to, i said listen you i'm going to guarantee you he's uh he's going to do exactly what he said he was going to do and he did exactly what he said he was going to do and he sustained that yeah, he, did. he basically beat the tar out Torrid of the guy for four, 14 minutes <laughs> yes. and, then, <laughs> and then gets caught yeah he gets caught and this is where the story or i don't understand i don't understand the idea of a retroactive stoppage and of course well, for, as a casual viewer for me i saw a referee who who didn't choose to stop it who right. didn't stop it we got Bruce and it was Buffer, right there and Bruce he was Buffer right there. said hey you know, the winner of this fight by stoppage, but it wasn't. The The right. bell stopped it. So, yeah, well, was he submitted or was he TKO'd? For me, the fight was over. Something I'd like That was know. a TKO? That's what right. they called it. They did? Once the yeah. fight's over, how right. do you retroactively call something? And that's that's the the, the issue I had uh, with it. I know that here in our notes uh, uh, to our great producers, uh, Ariel Hawani uh, spoke with uh, and New Jersey State Athletic Commission's Nick Lembo and he's and he it, it, to explain it. And he said, "You can't be saved by the bell, even in the final round. At the end of the fight, and yes, after the bell, Marab, Marab lost consciousness, so the loss is a TKO due to technical sub. Yeah. Marab was out. It was very clear to those cage side. Was, I was, was not he cage out side. Ten seconds after the bell, one second after. That's the bell? what I'm saying. If that variable out, well, changes what if, everything. What if you go out a minute after the bell? Then they, do they go back and change the decision? <laughs> Retro like, retroactive. I mean, stop this is a, this is a rule I mean. that in I, boxing makes sense. Mm -hmm. You get knocked down, and there's five seconds to go, and you got to survive the ten count because that's a rule. Yep. And then if you can't, you can't get up. That fight, the bell didn't save you. That makes sense. That mm -hmm. makes sense. This is MMA. This isn't that. This isn't that, you know, and again, you have, you know, this dictatorship that wants to just fucking impose the, like a bully almost. Like now the ref calls it off and they got to scramble to come up with a narrative to fit what the guy did. It's just, it's the same shit all over again, you know, so. And, but where's the accountability? Where, there's, where no, is... there's no accountability. There never is. Have we ever seen anybody accountable anywhere? Right. You know, it kind of stinks because. Nah, you know, I, I, just, I really It don't hinders know. the viability of, of the sport's growth in, in, in there, some there's, ways. There's a reason why uh, the UFC hasn't been in Jersey in the last couple of years, and, and that's the reason right there, what you saw, because somebody should man up and say, look, we made a mistake. If this is clear, I mean, who determined that he was out? Because he was laying on the floor? Who I, determined that? I, I could tell you right now, looking and at he's him. He's saying from Kate's side it was obvious. There's there's a thousand other people said it wasn't obvious. Not, yeah, So course. who the fuck are you? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's the problem. And how does the, the position statement or stand yeah. come out from somebody who wasn't in the game? Exactly. A hundred percent exactly. How the ref was there. If he was out, why wouldn't you have stopped <laughs> it? The closest guy to them chose not to stop right. it. And I, when I went to ask him, you know, uh, when I went to ask uh, Liam... Uh, Kerrigan, I think his name is, uh, just tell me what you take on what I, I'm not allowed to talk. I go, not allowed to talk based on what? He goes, Nick Limbo won't let me talk. Oh, the dictator. Imagine, like, trying to grab Adolf Hitler and making him, like, you know, people are fearful. This guy wields a lot of power and they're shitting in their pants. They don't even want to talk. He won't let me talk. I go, that's the type of job you want where you can't even speak? Please. What are we in Nazi Germany? I mean, it's a fucking joke. And it and it's clear. But Mark Goddard was allowed to talk. Why was he allowed to talk? But Liam couldn't. Mark talk? Goddard did talk, and what he said, Mark Goddard says, I think it was pretty clear at the end of the fight, maybe even before when the bell sounded, the Marab he was out. 
He was actually out, and in that instance, it's like any other instance, if you pick up a rear naked choke or guillotine, the fact that he drifts into unconsciousness was actually, it should be recorded as a submission, technical submission. Now, all of this makes sense in a theory theoretical world. The fight we saw, the bell rang and it ended the fight. There is no way, as someone who specializes in consciousness, yeah. there's no way you can know at what point that exactly. happened. Exactly. And go. so, therefore, well, Mark Goddard said he had. He, I think he told me, and Mark, if you're listening, you could say I'm right or wrong. He he has an autistic mind. Does that make sense to anybody? And that oh. he knew that he was unconscious. Who Trust has me. An autistic mind? Mark Goddard told me he had an autistic he, he, mind. Unless he had an fMRI machine connected, yeah, right? then that's the only way you could know. By looking at him, you can't. The referee made the decision. The fight ended. They should have went to a decision in which we now know Marab would have won a split decision. Sorry, I don't but, want to harp on this. Forgive me. Because he has an autistic mind, he's able to... Do Determine as to whether or not yeah. he's out. Yeah, those legs were moving because he said he was trying to remove the hooks, but then there were no hooks. But Rob said he was never even trying to remove any hooks. He just wanted to keep moving yeah, his legs because he he got a stinger and and his left arm went numb. And who had the autistic mind? I'm sorry. No, like, Mark Goddard said he Mark, had. He, Mark yeah, and if I'm wrong one. on that again, but I believe he said autistic mind. I don't care what kind of mind he has. I All promise, right, I Mark yeah, Goddard yeah, yeah, or yeah, anyone yeah, else looking at that has no way of knowing. What you guys don't realize, they know everything. Uh, well, yes, well, they know. rule on everything, and that's it, I, it's I don't a believe, shame because you see. I don't believe Nick Lumbo's ever been wrong in his life. <laughs> I think that's, and, and we should get the Guinness well, Book I mean, of World if, Records. If people uh, are scared to talk. No, 100% scared to talk. I'm not doubt, allowed to talk. I highly doubt that his, his fallibility is ever in question. I'm telling you, it's Nazi Germany over there. So there's Marab. Well, so what? What does Marab just go on? Does it, is there a? Does the team have a? We we fill out some sort of. Well, I tell you, I got two lawyers. You know, message me. They want to take on the case for free. They just want to make an impact. I don't know if I'll do that because one of the one of the lawyers sent me the scorecards, and one judge had the second round for for Ricky Simon, like the, the only yeah. guy. Like I just, this is getting weirder and weirder. I'm like, he goes, if you know, if you want. You know, free legal service. I'll I'll take the. I'm like, I don't. I, don't, I just text him. Listen, man, you you ever try suing a dictatorship? I mean, what right. do you think's it's gonna happen? I mean, like, money it's a gonna... waste. It's a you know. But he said, look, if I'm just, it's there if you want it. But he sent me the scorecards, and yeah, I looked at him like, wow, one guy gave the second round to um, Simon, and it happened to be the referee's martial art instructor. So I don't know if that's a weird thing. <laughs> Marab had six takedowns yeah. in the second round. I know, no, it's, 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 it's actually yeah. sad. He threw them all over the. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, he yeah the the he would have won the fight by a split decision, and it's it's a, it's unfortunate. I guess you, yeah. it's hard not to feel bad for the guy because you see him in the gym constantly, and you see the, totally the work he put into it, him. and you watch. Ninety-nine percent of the fight, right? And exactly. and you just, realize just that gotta yeah. admire the guy on just being able to sustain an insane Kid pace. I mean, the guy is. I think he's got a lot of admirers, right? Have, now, oh yeah. no, look, his stock goes up. His Way. stock goes See, up. Here, here's what here's what these guys never get, like even like the New Jersey Commission. His stock goes down. Rob so. stock goes up. Good, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just it's karma, man. And these guys want to know why they walk around miserable. Well, it's, it's you know, it's really it's a shame. It really is a shame to me because there's so many nice people on that commission, but there's there's a couple of people that really I think they I don't think they're capable of doing the job the right way because they've been through so much shit in the last couple of years right. that their mind is just it's convoluted at this point. It, they can't. They, they they can't do the right job. I don't believe that they're, they're capable of doing the right job at this time. You know, or, or without the, getting into a lot of stuff, it's just the way it is. And or they, the personal they reflection required to be possibly fallible and say, "Hey, yeah. our bad." I think that they're. I would stock love to just see that, that just for the sure. sake of mankind. Somebody yeah. coming <laughs> Some out sort and of going exactly. sign of yeah, humanity. Give, give, hey, us, give us a give us a, a ray of hope that there's a human being somewhere. Turns down out we there. handled this wrong. Yeah. You know, it's pretty simple. The world's not going to blow up. Yeah, in instead, retrospect, there was no way we could have saw from the 18th row that he was conscious of doubling not. down on a clearly. So they're saying from decision. cage side. So that's how many? That's how you know how far cage side is from Marab. 
right. And the guy's telling me I purposely was laying there. The guy who's breathing on them is saying, deciding yeah. not to stop it. Right. But you know over there right. that uh, the, the the cognitive functions are He should have been up. dead then. <laughs> it's, it's silly. The guy was but, in a choke for like two minutes. But, exactly. to, but to your point... The Sarah Longo team with Marab, and I, I think one of the, um, maybe it was Paul Felder or whoever, whoever it was, was saying, like, this guy, Marab, won't tap. How tough is this guy? No, he's that tough. Was all the Sarah Longo team to yeah. continues to grow yeah. their yeah. reputation yeah, no, for no heart and Marab, <laughs> Marab and, and Listen, fighters. the guy couldn't have made me any prouder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. guy's incredible. He couldn't have made me any prouder, and I think he showed everybody who he is. Let him do it again. I think that's the fairest thing to do yeah, yeah. as quick yep. as possible. Uh, I don't think that that guy would ever want to fight Marab again. Uh, Why on earth would no. he want to fight him again? He's not going to have he a got, choice. He's got run you know, over if for, he if he does, he better wait nine minutes. months because <laughs> he's got. I'm telling you now. Yeah, cause yeah. yeah he's got a lot to catch up on with Marab. So, and then on I, a positive swing, Al Jermaine Sterling. Man, Al Joe, look who finally, shows up. Yeah. Finally, level. letting the attributes go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I thought. Look, I I I said to Thad, really like again, just. I want to. Uh, this, my my goal for Aljo, I just want to see him fight to the fullest of his potential. That's all. Whether you get to be a champion or not, just fight to your full potential, and see what happens. Because I tell you, if you do that, you'll be you you'll probably be a champion. Will be champion. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the point. You know. And you know, Johns was a tough guy. Look, shout out to Brett Johns. Um, I thought he just very sportsmanlike and uh, just another genuine guy who I only wish the best for in the future. Uh, you know, he actually, there's a kid that comes over from Wales that trains with us that is at his gym, and, you know, he told me the kid can't stop talking about you guys, and, you know, I just invited, oh, awesome. invited him and his trainer. Anytime you want to come over, you're in New York, come train. He just was a great guy, very respectful, and, again, uh, you know, one of those tough guys that, Thank God the right Aljo showed up because that kid was coming forward, and he was Yeah, tough. he's a tough yeah. kid. He's put a lot of people away pretty well, quick, yeah. too. 14 and 0 is his yeah. first loss. And Aljo coming off a pretty bad, you know, knockout. Uh, it's not easy to get back in there no. and put those demons Very behind impressive. you. You know what I mean? So, and and he decided to stay in the pocket and throw some punches. And I think he placed his kicks better and really put the wrestling in at the right point. Reset when yeah, he needed to exactly. psychologically. You could see it. You yeah, could see the transition. Very, very conscious very, while he was in there. Very, very happy for Aljo because Aljo's a really nice kid. He's, you know... Bat shit crazy, but we love him. <laughs> but uh, man, when he puts it together, he's and and it, and there's still so much room for growth. That's what I love about him, man. He's he, he gets so much better, and he's looking good. But you know, we'll look at the tapes. And I, 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 you know, the couple of things that he he was trying to do that the range was off. But he, if you listen to us talk in the corner, he's actually telling me. I feel mm. he's. I go, you're actually telling me what what the problem is. The range is off, but then after the fight, I go, let's go look, and we're going to figure it out. Because I go, the good news is you're getting closer and closer to where we want you. And when he gets to that point, he'll be kicking people's heads off their shoulders. You know, he's still the range was a little off on the kicking, which I was a little surprised at. But you would know, you agree, Ray? I mean, I saw now. some some great practices on his behalf in camp that I haven't even seen before yeah, in regard yeah. to how much he buckled. I thought he really tightened that up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, he always and works it, hard. But, I'm, but I'm, he put I'm the, not just saying this because you're here, but shout out to you. He did. Finally, oh no, no, no! Do with no, me, but, but he did I, finally get to work with you a little bit, which yeah, was yeah, good. No, you know? But he's eating. I thought it was. You know, he did a lot of things <laughs> well, well, man. That, exactly. Less M and M's and Skittles. Probably be the last time you. <laughs> I said the next time we go up, I said we we kind of blew because he always eats M and M's, peanut M and M's going up there. So I said next time when you give me the bag, go to take it back and we'll start like because I ate the rest of the bag before we got off the stage. Uh, no, I'm not even kidding. But uh, yeah, good stuff, shout man. out to Aljamain Sterling, yeah. man. Great, great fight. Great to see you. Uh, to really excel and, and to reach that level. And hopefully, hey, maybe he does get a Dominic Cruz fight. I think Dominic Cruz is actually a perfect fight that's for him. That's a great I gotta fight. Say, that's a great fight for him. That be would, fun to watch, That would be a fun fight. That would be scrambles all over yeah, the place. And, uh, I think Fast paced. Yeah. yeah, that could that be would, fun. That would be fun. You know, That would be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know who's wackier than who in that fight, but uh, <laughs> it'll be fun. I, I, and that, and the the talk leading up to the fight will also be fun. Yeah, well, Dominic's Dominic's a pretty good talk. I'm gonna be, give, gonna give be, the I'm gonna give the edge to Dominic, but uh, as far as entertainment wise, yeah. I give the edge to Aljo for sure. 
it's going to be a lot of fun. And shout out to David Branch with the big knockout. Uh, here, David Branch, uh, we, we spoke about him last week, and, and here's the guy who will sit and chat with you and teach you stuff. Oh, yeah, and, you told oh, me. At say Henzo's, that, yeah. I would, I, yeah, I'd see him all the time, and, it, and not knowing that, uh, you know, in a few days he's going to be fighting in, in Atlantic City. And, and, he, and he was fighting a killer, man. I got to tell you, I said, Branch, I had a really good chat. I really like David Branch. He's, he's just, so nice. He's, uh, you know, like as like an acquaintance because you yeah. don't hang out with him. He's the, he's the best. Like it's always a pleasure to see him. We always have a good laugh. And, uh, you know, I say, Branch, I got to tell you, I was worried before. The, <laughs> he goes, dude, I love you because you always tell me the truth. <laughs> I go, but this is what happens when you let your hands go because he's, you know, he's been in the gym sparring, you know, a while back. But he was always a little tentative, but he was always a super athletic freak. And he finally, you know, I love when these guys finally believe in themselves and they just go for it. And again, what a guy to go for it against. This guy's this guy's pretty <laughs> yeah, tough, he man. He's he's wrecked a couple of people. So to watch him, you know, and he's not a kid anymore, but I think that probably helps him too, is he's maturing and as you mature, you know, a guy like even George Foreman got better. Wait, he really got yep. better. He learned pick how your, to pick your shots. Learned and, how to yeah. relax and embrace it and I mean, Branch Lynn's a beautiful overhand right, and uh, just I'm happy for that guy. I'm really happy for that guy. It was just a good thing, and then seeing him afterwards, he's just he's just he's just an awesome dude. He's he's an honest guy. You know, if he's worried about something, he'll tell you. If he's mm -hmm. not, he's just a good guy, man. Always love seeing him, and really, Branch, if you're listening, man, I'm 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 happy for the guy. He's just a good dude. Yeah, I, I messaged him, and I'm, I, yeah, I, I, I highly doubt he wouldn't be listening. And again, shout out to David Branch. Congratulations. Speaking of good guys, Frankie Edgar, mindset, man, buries his dad. Yeah, goes and his over. grandfather. And his Don't grandfather. leave that out, too. I found that out. Goes uh, and defeats Cub Swanson. Yeah. I mean, not, not, a, not a slacker. And, and in a short time since being defeated by... Um, Brian uh, Ortega. You, you're never going to stop Frankie Edgar. It's he's incredible. Gonna, he's going to be a guy that's they're going to have to remove him. He's definitely not removing himself. There's right. no question about it. And he's he's just one of those guys you're always going to root for. And he's and he's a sweetheart. Yeah, I mean to have that that kind of uh, that kind of mindset. That's something that's you you it's innate. It's innate. You can't train something like that. It's kind of like we talk about Ally Aquinta. There's there's something that he even says somewhere in there. Khabib knew that in order to finish me, he was gonna have to kill me, and it just wasn't worth the energy. Yeah, I don't. I and and, and I believe that 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 something like that is innate in, in, in them. And Frankie Edgar, you kind of see the same thing. He he has no quit, and the heart to be able to do that, and to be able to separate all those personal things. Uh, and and have a victory over over uh, an accomplished fighter is absolutely incredible. Kevin Lee missed weight. Is it for me as unprofessional as I think it is? Am I just being a little too critical? That's especially for a guy that does a lot of shit talk, and I think it's really unprofessional. But with that said, man, I was blown away by his performance. His performance and I'm, is and I'm not even a big fan, but I got to tell you, I thought Barboza would have won that fight, and man, did he! He made that guy relive the Khabib fight all over again. Yeah, he did. Like, he real quick, real quick. And that, I always that, saw that I think potential in Lado. I yeah, mean, well, I got to tell you, man, he this one by far was his best fight. I yeah, thought. I agree with you. Now, the only negative possibly, Tony, is did that – is it because of the closeness to what just happened to Barboza with Khabib? Did that help in that? Or if he mm -hmm. would have fought him before Khabib, could he have done that – that's the only intangible that I'm not really that's sure a great, of. That's, a that, great that's point, the man. interesting part to me. But I'm blown. I'm, I will say I'm giving it oh, up yeah. to the guy, and I'm not even. I, yeah. I thought he was really dominant in that victory, man. <laughs> he and, was. And tough. he did have to face a little adversity, and just when you thought the impossible couldn't happen, it almost happened with that spin kick to the head. Yeah, and yeah. he did that wobble dance. Holy yeah, he did. crow. You know, and again... But smart, as a, as shot a, the double in, But as a coach, the worst uh, mistake Barboza made. Uh, that just He should have just let the guy, should have taken a step back and 
watched him mm-hmm. flop mm-hmm. all over the place, I'm sure the guy would have ended up on the floor and he would have ended up on top of him. Yeah. Why so you they would... should retroactively call it a TKO. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was moving, but yeah, he was right. unconscious. Yeah, if you yeah, want to right. be that way, yeah, then he was, too, he was unconscious then. Yeah, what he is was the staying definition focused? of unconscious? That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. What is you the definition? Whoever that dude is, you, you can bullshit most of the, the population. You can't say something like that, Mr. Limbo, yeah. and have me believe it. Yeah. Because then technically, let's call the other one back also. You're, you're, you're talking about specifically Kevin Lee gets hit and he does the wobble. Right. He's staying focused. And right. you see that he's staying focused on moving, right. trying to move his body in a certain direction. Really no different than what Marab was doing. But that's I'm, a really, in, that's an interesting point. And, and so I'll support it. Tony, I, might have, I might have to bring you on the minute tomorrow because <laughs> I got to tell you. I'm oh. not joking. You can find Ray Longo on the Anakin Florian podcast. No, no, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I really serious, enjoy listening to it, yeah. and also uh, John Anik uh, and I connected over Twitter. So, oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, so he's uh, so I'm always happy to to plug and always happy to hear you on there, Tony. What what di- what difference does that pound make? So if he if he misses by the pound, is it ever? And, and I hate I hate that I always go this route, but I'm the the natural skeptic. Is it ever beneficial where you say, well? This last pound will really suck to lose, uh, and and I can avoid that for X amount of dollars, whatever the twenty percent is. But I have the opportunity to to stay focused and not suffer this last pound. Is it that much, or or having never cut weight, uh, am I just speaking out of no? My I think Steve probably from a physiological basis, it it probably would not make that much of a difference because of the the thirty to thirty six. In his case, what's thirty six hours? What do you find at midnight? Right, you weigh right. in at what about nine thirty a.m., ten a.m. Right, so that ten and ten is twenty-four, and then add fourteen to that. Wait, let me let me add an interesting note to that too. In New Jersey, you can weigh in. You have to you weigh have that in between window, 10 nine to 12 and eleven. Or okay, got all right. It. You can weigh yeah. in as many times as possible. Okay. So for whatever reason, he chose not even to show up until like I, I believe because I didn't see him there until later, and then he weighed in once, uh, and. Like, again, I'm just saying this, I'm just throwing this as a devil's advocate. That fight was so far in advance that he knew about it. I don't like it. If that was, you know, he took that fight a week before, then it's not worth, you know, killing yourself. But you know, that, that was my point. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. should have made the way. We had discussed that last night. And if you have a fight date and you've got 9, 10, 11, 12 weeks, yeah, there's no, there's no right. excuse at all. But my the first thing from a physiological basis, Steve, no, it, it probably a pound, even on here, on Kevin, who's very lean in that class, uh, it's probably not going to make a big deal. Psychologically, you'd know better than I. Maybe it made a huge deal for some yeah. reason. Right. He didn't want to do it. Right. He didn't want to push it more. He didn't want to go yeah. any further. But I think it's a tremendous, in my opinion, if, as Ray said, if you got two weeks to fight, yeah. all right, you got an excuse. Right, right. It, a weight cut starts, and I emphasize this over and over again, the day you know the fight date. All behaviors that are necessary to make weight, if it's 12 weeks before, that's when you start your weight cut. That doesn't mean you have to lose 10 pounds, yeah. but it means you take the necessary steps and proper behaviors to put yourself in the optimal position to make the weight. It is unfair to your opponent in some ways, not maybe just from the advantage of uh, whether or not you're going to weigh more, but from the fact that they had to go through the process. So I'm with Ray on that. If yeah. you've got a, a fight date, I don't want to hear it. P- they need to be penalized right. more, a much bigger portion of their purse, in, because people well, and need I think the portion, to make weight. I think the portion isn't big because when you have to pay all the other people, you know, it, it starts to add up. Well, what is the total now? It's how many? How much it, percent? I thought it was twenty percent. Right, I'd go more. Yeah, you would go more. I absolutely would yeah. go more. Make your weight, yeah. and I don't. And people can say, "Oh well," and you I'm going to say that he's made it so many times that something that, uh, was wrong somewhere. Something a purposely. Pound? Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So it did him better somehow or another. I have no idea to not take the well, extra pound. And that's what I'm saying because he he wrote something to the effect of, "In all my years, I've never missed it." So then, why this one? Why, why the breach in behavioral pattern? Why enough to, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is a breach of contract, isn't it? So right. why, why was, I, it, yeah, why was one going... pound enough for breach of contract and X amount of dollars? Um, I was just curious in, on, on how that was. Yeah, because I'm going to say a guy like that needs, not needs the money, but I would think he kind of needs the money. That's a lot of money. I it, I don't know, you know his financial situation, but I, I think it's time to give him a bigger hit. Make wow. the damn weight. If you've got 10 to 12 weeks to make the weight, make right. the weight. Okay? I don't want to hear, well, you know, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Eating broccoli and chicken sucks in plain English. All right? But that's your job. 
most people in the world have it far worse than you do. Right. Make your weight, know what your weight is, and start practicing the necessary steps and again, when you have 10 I, to 12 weeks to do Marav, it. I go back to Marav. He was just happy to be there. You could have told <laughs> him, you got to make another 10 to fight. He would have started running on the treadmill. Of course. He would have put, put the plastics on and hit the – he doesn't care. You know? Everybody should follow Marav's yeah, practice. Yeah, He's, a good dude. He's a good dude. Folks, you're listening to MMA and Beyond. We're on episode 13. We talk about fights, the fight game, mindset, and whatever else comes up. You can check out MMAandBeyond.com. You're listening to Ray Longo. You can reach him at MMA or LawMMA.com. Tony Fightshape Ricci. You can reach him at Fightshape underscore Ricci on Instagram. And on, on Twitter, you can read him at FightSciGuy. He's, a, he's, a, he's, right. he's now right. entered the world as an author as well, aside from just being it's professor it. of the Department of Sports Sciences at Long Island University with over two decades of experience with boxers and MMA athletes. And, of course, Mike Resigliano, who, right? who, who, yeah, start, who, who came, in, <laughs> came in hot. And what happened? So I, I got to tell you, I think this is his <laughs> best <laughs> show. <laughs> I think this, this best by far is his best performance. His approval rate now is 97%. Start, real time. It's starting Rob to go has now. made him a better man. I am like, I'm just trying to grasp that. Marab made him a better person. Yeah, I okay. think this uh, is what I'm talking about. I think maybe you should start <laughs> hanging around with Marab. I'm gonna a bit. see Marab and say, "What do you yeah. do? How do you do it?" Now, he won't talk to Marab because Marab doesn't have more than five thousand Twitter followers. He's, he doesn't make the cut. Then he's got then he's got yeah, five thousand more no, than I he do. He has no so. purpose to you. No, that's right? not true. With the, with I'm the a good Twitter person. followers, no, it has nothing to do with it. Really? No, absolutely not. Although I will say that. That uh, 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 Tony Fight Shape Richie's getting a couple of different handles there. We got Fight Shape. Now I'm fight expanding. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the institute, the, science guy? the institute is 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 a separate entity. Yeah, but but yeah. nevertheless, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, we're expanding. I love it. We're doing um, well, we're yeah, painting too. We're doing a lot of painting. Oh, I'm happy for someone. See that? Who yeah? Started painting, Ray. I'm happy for I you. I just started too. painting too. Oh, my! I talked to him on the way here, TJ. I talked to him on the way here. How's my movie going? I don't know. Now it's my movie. I saw I saw a question about movies actually. Uh, and if you want to ask a question, you could reach us at uh, MMAandBeyond.com or you can contact us through any of our Twitter or Instagram handles. We'll, we'll, you bring up the movie. Richard Allen from Twitter writes, Ray is a good actor. What's Ray Longo's <laughs> next movie? This is and, great. And when is I acquainted with Richard, next how would fight? you actually know that? I've never even spoken seen. in a movie. Yeah. He's probably yeah. seen. Maybe he saw um, The Brooklyn Banker. Uh, Right, absolutely. Now you want to say I have good as well. Oh, that's good. Wait, what's that? I forgot about you that. Were... Yeah, I, I like that, Richard. Yes. What the promo? Harry Connick likes the freaking lasagna. <laughs> yeah, you got it for free now. Yeah, you got it for free from Kevin Can Wait. And uh, what's your, what's your next movie? What is your next movie, right? Uh, you doing that I, what isn't your next movie? Is I the question. Think, uh, With whom will you be not be collaborating? Short? Oh my God! With whom? The poor guy's jealous. Who will you not be collaborating <laughs> with? Wow. Where is no? That's I wouldn't do that to you. We will answer that next week, uh, Richard. But hopefully, there's a short coming out soon. Um, TJ says it looks good. Okay, we just got it. We just got to get the name. What's your role there? in the short? I play a, a liquor store owner who doesn't give a shit about anything. Which I saw is it. Kind of close to so my kind of yeah, kind of close <laughs> to. They might as well just made me a martial art instructor that doesn't give right. a shit about anything because they would have been right on the money. <laughs> he plays a guy named Ray Bongo. Yeah, like right. it's, yeah, yeah. It's so close. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's gonna recognize that it's me. Right. Yeah. And he also asked, "When's I Quintus next fight?" That's probably not. Uh, I think I would say within three months he's back in there. All right. So how does that work? He has managers that work yeah. out on that. Yeah. Who and would I, you like to see in the next fight with Al? Uh, you know, look. Obviously, I mean, if I could, and I don't think it's out of the question, I'd love to see a rematch with a proper camp for Khabib again, mm -hmm. based on what I saw. Um, you want to talk about it, guts? Yeah. Yeah. Any, any, like that's any, any of those top guys is good though. That would be uh, anybody. Be he's gonna fantastic. he's got to get a top guy, and you know I guess the options would be Kevin Lee. I think he actually asked for Kevin Lee. Uh, who who, who he beat before earlier, right? He he beat he Kevin beat, Lee. Beat up, but well, I think it was Kevin's was maybe his UFC debut? debut. Yeah, and that was and that was a good fight, and I think he'd I'd be another good fight. Um, any of those guys, you know. 
and he's ready to go. So. And speaking of world class, and congrats to Matt, Sarah. And yeah, also big man, that is big, big stuff. News, big Who news, absolutely. Is, that was is cool. Being inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame class of 2018 is a pioneer in the pioneer wing of the Hall of Fame, and of course, you're going to be in charge, brother. Big stuff, man. I'm really, really, uh, I'm really excited for this. I mean, and I, you know, I'm just really honored to be, uh, you know inducting him and you know putting together a good speech and maybe telling some of the old stories but he's it's really been such a good ride with that guy I met him about 25 years ago and we haven't stopped laughing since <laughs> i think the guy's literally kept me way younger than my chronological chronological age by far uh and again he's a guy that started out you know uh as a student who and I was his student also because he was my jujitsu instructor. But you know he, you know, became my mentor really. I mean, which is always great to watch a guy go through phases of his life and then become you know from a kid to a man and become a great family man and a father and just you know well respected by everybody, very grounded and great again, coach really too, a guy yeah. that you know if yeah. I have a great. if I have a problem I call him now. Again, I said I think I said it last week. I think he's one of the most grounded guys that I know, and he always has a clear perspective on a lot of different stuff mm. and just a good dude man he's uh he's been a great friend and uh, i'm really really psyched about you know doing the uh the speech to get him in there and of course awesome. that'll be an international fight week in july that's a great honor yeah it's, a, it's it incredible is, really hall is. of fame as a pioneer hey, yeah. good honor for ray too man. yeah really it's been stuff, a big man. part of that and and to see it see it happen together is wonderful well, and, to, when and i don't know how but stories. some somehow i'll make that day about me we'll figure it out <laughs> we got we got three months to figure that out tony how we could do <laughs> oh i'm a master at that right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah really big stuff so uh be great get to take the yeah. family down there nice. they're gonna uh i think they're gonna do the right thing which is awesome and Hopefully, trying to get Suzaki on that card so we can k kill two birds with one stone. So that would be incredible. That's the game plan. And congratulations again to yeah. Hall of Famer Matt Serra for all you do and everything you've done to impact not only the UFC but martial arts and uh, and and of course being a part of a team that that's become synonymous with good people, good heart, and, yeah, and, and again, incredible I, athletes. And I think what goes you know one set a lot of times is that I'm I'm really a, a a better coach because of him. I get, I think I get a lot of the credit now, but without him, I'm half of the coach I would mm -hmm. be, really. He's really just, he's always a good guy to have side by side. Wouldn't want to corner with anybody else, you know, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's been, it's really been a, a fun ride, man. It's just, it, and, it, and I think we're just starting. Right. That's the weird yeah. part about yeah. it, you know, with going into new things and, you know, our lives and, you know, he's doing great with the podcast and, you know, he had a little movie part, and you know, it's just, it's, it's just fun, man. It's and it's good to watch, you know, good things happen to good people. I think that's where I'm going with that. And, uh, good stuff, man. Sometimes it's gonna be you a great win, week. man. Sometimes yeah. you win, and that's that's awesome. Uh, Tony, fight shape. Yes, sir. You, you, you just you just came back from Nerdapalooza. Yeah, which is which is what I'm what I'm loving. Is. Something I would love, and my dear friend sitting next to me now, world. Champion kickboxer Daria Albers. Tell me about the sports science conference. Well, uh, Daria and I went together and did some presenting together, so it was wonderful. We did. Uh, uh, we presented what's called the precon, so that's a hands-on, more of the hands-on component. I've presented there previously. Rutgers fifth annual uh, annual conference on human performance. So Daria and I presented on a little workshop, and we it was called Fight Club, and. Uh, it was wonderful. We got to show some of what we do, what is so tough about fight sports, what makes it very difficult to, to be a strength coach, all the challenges that are ahead of you or what you're trying to improve. Diary did a demonstration on striking and kicking for the, the young students who were in attendance, which was wonderful. They absolutely loved awesome. it. And then, and then we did, uh, actually, we put them through a workout. So it was a lot of fun. And that was the pre-con. But some good research out there, just, just on a very quick note. I want to take away a lot from what A.J. Uh, Nebel's doing with the Jackson, uh, both the, he, he worked with the Falcons Super Bowl year and previously A.J.'s a good man and the Jacksonville Jaguars and the technology you're, they're using to track total training volumes and, and what they're doing is presenting Tom Coughlin, for example, with all the data. They're acquiring data on just about everything these athletes do. 
uh, muscular balances using force plates, total training volumes, how much walking they do in practice, how much running they do, how many ground contact times they have, where do they get hurt after how many ground contact times, why Julio Jones can't run as many practice patterns as, let's say, another receiver because of his force production and the effect that has. So what you know, basically what I'm doing right now is saving up for all these toys. I'm going to personally purchase them. In the rare case that some fighter may actually want to be tested on some of this data. <laughs> and let me say that it will be provided to Ray. The data is not, I think a lot of people get intimidated by this. All coaches do. Not We're not talking fight sports, any sport, because they think you're going to provide data and try to change someone's program. No. All this data is the way Ray and I work now. Hey, Ray, here's some information. What do you, you know, do what you want with it. Ray may say, wow, you're right. You know, less sleep, higher heart rates. Um, less power production. He looks a little off on the mids, looks a little off. I'm going to give him the day off. That, that's what this is for, how to optimize performance and, and, and through they, technological information. And I think also with some of the stuff we do, even like with the punch counters and stuff, it's, yeah. it's, it's mentally motivating for the Completely athlete. Completely agree, Completely And I'm going to say yeah. something, not to take this the wrong way. It could be total bullshit. But right. you know what? If that makes that guy better and he feels confident, dude, I'm throwing 300 We're punches around. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's and that's it. What, and I think that's what, and you got to break it up. Yeah, you have yeah. to break it up. I mean, no, that's it, the other it gives thing. you quanti you know, quantifiable yeah. data to challenge them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Gauges. If exactly. we were to connect to these these incredible machines, if we were to connect Mike Rosigliano right now, what would they say? Who On is, the machines. Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this oh, guy? I, are well, you kidding me? No, 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 no. The, no, mach no, no, no. the machines nice. are for athletes. Oh, no, no, no. The machines are for athletes. Golfers are not athletes. I got to stick up for him. He uh, is a really good No, athlete. I know he's a great yeah, athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so a great golfer. Tony Ricci just went after me. I, he's I, a great golfer. This is like, I have hit. It's either the big yeah, time you know, or know, this is just I have turned you know the sweetest man on the face of the earth against me. What's bad is when I stick up for you. Yes. He said, Wait, he, um, See, I'm like the one-minute manager. I gotta, yeah. I no, gotta, Mike would wire out to complete. Down, <laughs> and I gotta build you up, then I gotta beat you down. We complete perfection. Up, That's what we would get. It's like I'm in the army. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like that. Just like but that. Anyway, good news out there, fight uh, fans, fight science fans, and strength coach, performance coaches. In short, look, I'm gonna measure everything. You don't have to use it, but let me tell you one thing: measuring something to find out you're wrong is better than guessing and thinking you're right. That's it. That's what I can tell you about measuring. And, and, and it comes it comes with that that wisdom that you and I have talked about and that you just spoke about, Ray, that the wisdom as you become a, more of a professional, maybe a little older sometimes, you start recognizing that this data matters. Yes, this, it does. This, this kind of behavioral data matters. I'm tell you something, man. This is uh, – even when you know when I was losing the weight, I never would wear a heart rate monitor. I'd take mm -hmm. my pulse. I have somebody take my pulse, tell me where I am. Never really gave a shit. Now, I, now I won't do a workout without the heart. I'm so freaking dependent on the. I mean, I was the complete opposite, Tony. I, I did, know. but now I have to see it. But why not? You ask Jenny if I don't have that thing. I I, I don't even want to work out. Like it's the same number every day. <laughs> I have to see it. Yeah, it's crazy. But so it does. Data helps. You know, again, it doesn't. It's and not it, the and deciding factor. It could be the stupid of you. It helps because uh, no, you, no, 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 quite you know the contrary. Mean, actually, you know what's funny? Though? I'm telling contrary. you, I will not work out without the heart rate monitor. I feel like it's a wasted workout. I, I don't know what I'm doing. You, I saw and again, you there you, that day. You were discombobulated. You didn't know what was going on because you didn't have your heart rate monitor. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, know I can't kick. I can't punch. Took me 57 <laughs> years to figure that out. <laughs> Oh, my uh, God. Now, now, Steve, this young yeah. lady's sitting here. And sit, right? I was going to let you. No, because no, she you, hasn't. You think, these guys, once again, are monopolizing <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> you go ahead. One thing is sitting here. She go. She, she, this poor go. thing is a champion a kickboxer. A champion kickboxer. I want to hear um, about it. Who, uh, who actually used this technology, has been doing seminars all over the world, and is now using this technology, working with Tony as well, to refine, improve, enhance not only her own game, but those of her clients and, and that. So, of course, when there's a champion in here and my dear friend who happens to also be a fellow ninja nerd, um, ninja of course, nerd. I'm going to have her sit next to me and to talk about the the uh, the changes she's done in her own system. She's got a, many years of training and, and uh, applying new information as well as one of the things that I love about her is that she isn't stuck. She isn't stagnant in old systems. So she makes those adjustments and allows for new information to uh, enhance her performance and then pass it on to her 
to her clients, her friends, and, and the rest of her team. So working with Tony and doing this here in the States must be exciting and, uh, for you to be able to share this information with others. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> due to Tony, I got... Oh, sorry. No, My voice is John. Yeah, you were waiting so no. long to actually get in on the conversation that, that your voice <laughs> went hoarse. You know, it's every day. It's every day I come in here with the same thing. Just make me drink every day. I apologize for Tony and Greg. Five drinking. That's why I got loose now. Five days of drinking behind me. That's right. Now, so so you 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 just did this this seminar here. Where was it in Jersey? Yeah, this was at uh, Rutgers uh, Center for Healthy and Human Performance. Truly, uh, one of the best human performance centers in the United States, run by our good friend Dr. Sean Aaron. So, Daria, you've had a couple of busy months because I um, watch your Instagram and you're you've been doing this in in several different countries. Do you have a do you find something in common in these systems in, in different countries? It's hard to tell because I had actually a really good talk to Darren Treasure, who's one of the best sport psychologists in the world, and we were comparing our sport MMA to to what he does, like when NFL players um, <clears throat> are in the NBA. And sorry for my voice, guys, it's gone. So <laughs> it's just gone. No, it sounds great. And um, so we had this talk because the difference it's it's just like our sport is still evolving. It's like compared to the other sports, such a little sport. And it just didn't go through all levels now that the con cognitive part of it right. is so important to it. Like, it's just like still, like I always tell people why we do, we can evolve so much in our sports. Like there's so much untapped potential still. It didn't evolve on so many levels, right. didn't go. Yep. And that's why <clears throat> I developed in the last three years, um, like the cognitive component of the training. And yeah, I had a, wonderful talk about him what is the difference like that's awesome. so much harder well i think you make a good point with the birth of it and tony that's that's a good point because th the information coming from these type of things are going to be what makes a difference in the cognitive level as far as training more information is enables you to to train differently train smarter and to go with uh, tom benlap from denver who asks what would be a breakthrough you would consider a hack in strength training Maybe something about the body or muscle earlier trainers didn't know. Um, he, okay, so a hack. We're defining hack as... Hack's like a little little secret thing that other yeah, people yeah, didn't know before. Um, what would be a breakthrough regarding that? You know, he, here's the key thing, Tom, because it is a great question. And we discussed this. I discussed this in great detail with a, a good friend, Dr. Andy Galpin. Uh, there are so many... I wouldn't right now there isn't anything then as a hack and there's a couple of reasons for it and I'll try to be very quick well, and brief. Let me just interject. I think flossing your teeth after every meal would be a good hack. You think it would be? <laughs> I could use that. All right, yeah. <laughs> what do I go with a good practice. Go with, <laughs> go with flossing <laughs> after every meal. Hey, um I you could use that and it might be quite effective. <laughs> the hack just briefly, um here's the deal. I think the hack is specific to the individual. And that's what we talked about. Uh, we, we have this perception that the strength and training protocols that we have are applicable to every athlete in the in MMA. I think what we need to realize is that each athlete is very different. They have different fiber types. They have years of different training backgrounds, a Muay Thai, for, a Muay Thai fighter versus a wrestler, maybe a boxing background versus a jujitsu background. Consequently, the hack is this, Tom to take what is available, the science that we have, and it is a guess even when applied properly, but take the science that we have available and find out what your fighter needs. The worst thing we can do right now is the constant application or scalable application to every single fighter. They are different in every system in their body. So the hack is we have 50 different ways to train someone. Out of those 50, find 20 of those training protocols that have been validated through science that are best for somebody who's taller and leaner, somebody who's short and stocky, somebody who has white fiber versus red fiber, somebody who has a 72 VO2 versus 42 VO2, somebody that has 15% body fat, somebody that has 9% body fat, somebody that has no mobility, somebody that has a lot of mobility. So the point to this is, while there are attributes and characteristics that are absolutely required in MMA, each fighter has different attributes and characteristics that either excel or either need work. And our job is to advance those that need work, help those that are strong, and for one reason, 
to help the skill coach. All I care about is presenting Ray with a fighter that may be in a little bit better shape so he, they learn Ray's skills quicker. That's really the job in the yeah, end. And, and again, we the want hack. these guys to be able to operate at their best capabilities exactly. Exactly. for five minutes of every round, and that's it. That's, that's all it. you could ask for. That's I mean, all that's you can period. ask, right. You know, it yep. is what it is. Right. You right. know what I mean? It is what it is. You know, it's like you're trying it's a to... a great p- question, Tom. I think if somebody, a wise man once told me, you, you're trying to please your wife and you're doing all of this stuff, but what are you going to do when she says, I want somebody six foot two and blonde? I mean, what, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, no, no. It, it is so, what it is. So little I didn't get a wife because <laughs> I wasn't six foot two and blonde. Yeah, then what do you do? Yeah, I want the house. I want this. I want that. But what do you do? I want, I want somebody six foot two and blonde. So yeah. it is what it is. I mean, but to get these guys to use their attributes for... Five minutes of every round to their fullest capacity. Yeah. There's nothing else you can do. And maybe strengthen, strengthen a little so, one that's not best, right? Exactly. That's all we can do. And, and I think that you make a point that might actually be that the hidden hack, uh, Tom, which is uh, maybe previous times, I know in some aspects of science and maybe in, in physical science it might be this as well, and some of the previous aspects, what, one of the hacks is recognizing that it isn't one size fits all. It, it's recognizing that the scientific method actually doesn't prove what is. It actually helps you deduce what isn't. And exactly so that's right. what it's we actually designed that. for. Right, so um, maybe the hack, Tom, is that one, one size doesn't fit all. What, something that, that, fits, that works for everybody yeah. else may not may work differently for you, less effective. And you make, you make those adjustments according to you because physiology, mindset, they're connected. And yours may be different, and something different may work for you. So yeah, I don't even like the word hack because uh, to me it almost implies shortcut. It's like the, yeah, the, that's what the that was know, easy like button, a, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and that that's just almost like you're already well. Bumped. Well, generationally, you know, hack has a negative context. Uh, well, if you're a but, hack, but you know, but I'm glad Tom introduced you know, me to the current meaning of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm quite yeah, excited yeah, yeah, about any, it. Actually. Anytime that I yeah, talk oh, about something simple, you, it's called the brain hack. So so it has a positive. Oh, the brain hack. Okay, yeah, yeah, from the computer time. But again, Tom, sometimes the hack maybe that that it, it just it's open to differentiate now as opposed to a one size fits all that you might have read in muscle and fitness back in the the 80s you know what i mean it, it, absolutely it, it would be different what we discussed all weekend yeah. right dario with dr galpin and all so i think it's always good to go back to some of those old magazines and see what was the trend back then and does it still hold up now and liver pills no, though no I, the guy with the dynamic <laughs> you know, tension you, that guy with it's the, funny with charles that, atlas was it, it? I mean, you probably agree with this i know when i was younger like really younger like, if you got hurt and sprained something, there was the heating pad, like, right mm-hmm. away. You Before know? ice, yes. Before ice. Without I'm, question. I'm correct yeah. on that, right? Totally but, I mean, everybody had that shitty heating pad that <laughs> no, never no. worked. We were sticking it, our foot in toaster <laughs> ovens <laughs> back then, the second I sprained my ankle. We had no clue what we were yeah, doing. It was like, my back, yeah. get the toaster <laughs> oven, Tony. <laughs> now, we might need the microwave for this. But, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Right, you're to, right on. I mean, yeah, it is crazy how many times they just change shit. Yeah. Like it's, uh, back and forth. Oh, shit. I, I mean, heat doesn't work now after everything. We got to put ice on it. Well, contrast is good now, so we were half right. All right, give me the <laughs> icing. Give me the icing. Give me the icing pad. Now I put ice in my heating pad and wrap it around my leg. <laughs> Just in case they're going to change it again, general, I want to be ahead of the general curve. General confusion. He's invented in case, a new I, I gotta rehab say, protocol. Yeah, I love it. In, in case they're really going to change it five years from now, I'll be way ahead of the curve. They go back to heat. I've been doing it. Chris, Chris tomorrow's quote is, uh, I put ice in the heating pad. I think that might be it. Tendinitis, thank Ten, ten Tendinitis. And Mike, if you do it, wait for the ice to melt a little bit, then plug in the heating pad. You'll see it'll work wonders for you. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Folks, if you want to participate in our show, you can check out MMAandBeyond.com. You can reach Ray Longo, Ray Longo MMA. You can reach me, Steve Maraboli. You can reach Tony Tony Ricci at FightShape underscore Ricci. Mike, where can they reach you? It's, uh, it's M T O C R I C. He starts doing that again. No, it doesn't come on. Ever, ever. That wasn't a laughing machine. That's a live audience. We do. That can't control themselves. It's a live audience. Dari, I apologize. <laughs> you had to witness. The good thing is I can't talk today, so yeah, I came to a podcast with a voice where I cannot talk. Dari just shakes her head like this. No. So you can reach us there, and thank you so much, Tom, for your question. And thanks, John Rua. John Rua writes a, a very nice comment. Congrats on seeing uh, to Ray and to Matt. 
congrats on seeing your efforts build fighters who fight with effort it's unmatched inspirational man he didn't agree with the with the decision we discussed that and of course he said uh your fighters are, are fucking monsters so that's uh again continuing that sarah longo now becoming synonymous with uh with a lot of heart not only technique really really john thank you very much for that i really that that shit makes me happy man because these guys really put so much time and effort into it and uh like again man it's, that's that's a great uh great compliment thank you on that and i and i love seeing these guys get the accolades they deserve and mm -hmm. like again even in it's really not even about winning or losing when so you much put it on the it. line and you fight to your best ability who gives a shit you know and and that's it man these guys really uh Last three fights, man, three guys came to fight, and you could see the results, man. I mean, And praise. The, that, and, two and were really losses in praise. Even right? all the, uh, Alan, and Alan all the, all the beautiful it. messages yep. I received via Twitter. It's and, great. Uh, great support. Text messages, man. great. You know, everybody's stock went up. And, and they did put different time in this time, too. Everybody really, I, I think, think everybody so. had a great camp. I think it was I, I more coordinated. You. Yeah, you would have asked, so you know it's, you know. A lot of times people are all over the place, but I think... No, I think you continue to tighten it up and, and yeah. really get it in bet more and more... Uh, and again, we get a lot of... I mean, Aljo does an MMA class now, I think was a huge it's help for huge everybody. Huge. Kept everyone there. Kept and everybody together there, as yeah. a team. And again, look, here's something that goes unnoticed last night. I mean, I was out of my fucking mind after Marab's <laughs> thing. Like, out of my mind. And I had to get Aljo ready... And I'm going to say tough, yeah. I was incompetent at that point. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is no, but if I had Ally Quinto with me and Al warmed him up, he did the right thing. And I mean, who, who else would you want? You know, if I, I, it was just great, you know. So uh, two guys, James Gonzalez and Ally Quinto. Oh, yeah, really, really great to have those guys back uh, in the dressing room and, and helping out. Because I'll tell you right now, I, I, I don't think I was of right mind and body to do what I had to do. And by the time we got in there, it was better. But you know, if I didn't have Al there helping Aljo out and me at least saying some stuff, and man, I don't even know. But that that's part of the things you don't see is that, man, that really affects a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I almost feel like I couldn't even enjoy Matt's moment, and obviously I knew it was coming. But, um, you know, it just kind of stinks. And that's, that's something I got to work on as a person, too. I mean, it's hard to compartmentalize that stuff because – you know, I feel like Marab's a kid from another continent. You know what I mean? And I'm there to protect that kid. I I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. probably die for that guy because I love what I see in him. And, you know, who else is going to protect him? You know what I mean? He's going to take whatever they give him and that type of shit. So Young fighters watch that guy on how yeah. he behaves and works because exactly. he's, he's a guy to emulate. Everybody loves that kid. Yep. He's going to become the heart and soul. He is the heart and soul of that gym. Yep. You know what I mean? He's like, and, and, you know, even a guy like Guy Quint, a great work ethic, he just loves seeing that shit. You know what I mean? So it's a good team, it was right? hard to it, so. really, really focus after that, but I had such great people around me, even Weidman coming into the yeah. dressing room and, he came, comes into the dressing room to, you know, wish Marab good luck. It will be a better fight now, Chris, since you you did, you know, like yeah. he's just so appreciative exactly. that Chris came back and talked to him. And, and he produced, man. He went out there, guns blazing, you know. Uh, he banged him up bad yeah. and never stopped. And in his like, broken language, this is what he told me. He goes, Ray, please, don't worry. I go crazy. Don't worry. I'm going to go crazy. It's going to be good. I, I'm not stopping. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm telling you exactly what he said. I don't know what the hell it meant, but I think I have a better idea yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so that that's it. So that was, I really thank all those guys for helping out and uh, – I definitely couldn't have did it without him, and I think it was a big thing for Aljo too, you know. Yep. So, and yep. even like Great. again, you get a guy like Weidman coming into the locker room; it's just inspirational. Those things might add a percentage, a half a percentage of you don't, you can't measure what that does. No you know way. what I mean? No so, way. And it, it may be more than yeah, a half. Exactly. I assure you. So, I mean, I got to tell you, man, I really, I love this team. I really do. It's it's good. And again, you see guys. A lot of people take workout pictures, but you don't see a lot of pictures where everybody's out to eat together exactly, and just having a yeah. good time. And you know, whatever we do, it's going to be together. Yep. Win, lose, draw, criticism. You know, accolades. It's all it's all good, man. I mean, these guys are literally keeping me young, man. You know, we went out to a buffet. I looked around. I had 30 years on everybody at the table. Like, <laughs> what in the fuck am I doing with my life? I go, but but you know what? At the end of the day. 
I'm walking out of there like a 20 year old. Where else yeah. would you be? Yeah. yeah. This is, what better place is well, there? I'd be at the buffet, but with, <laughs> with a couple of 70 year olds. That's and, the problem. You, and they'd be looking at you, look <laughs> yeah. how young this guy is. So you're better off having it that way. All right, we're going to go with one more. Uh, and, and of course, thank you for everyone who sends in questions. We'll try to get to as many as possible. And maybe uh, as we begin to blow, blow out this show a little bit more and move move into our, our blogging on our website and that kind of stuff, maybe I'll be able to get some of these guys to uh, answer questions and post it as a blog to you aside from, uh, from our show. But we're going to finish with Sam P. from Atlanta. He writes, will we ever see more Great weight question. classes? I don't know how this would hurt. The UFC, can someone explain to me the pros and the cons? Uh, I'll start with you, Tony. I'll go with the physiological pros because I don't know the cons. That would be something Ray would better understand if that would... First, I'll just say this. I, I'm always tired of hearing the same thing in baseball where, well, if you add another team, you're watering down the talent. You're not watering down the talent because now you're taking people... 30 years ago, you took people from the United States. Now you got people from 50 countries coming to play baseball. So the talent pool is much bigger than it ever been. And the same thing will be as so in fighting. You've got Asia coming in strong now, right. gaining interest with one, and those who fight there want to get in the UFC. So the talent pool will not be down. Quickly, um, I don't think you need one from obviously flyweight to welter, or maybe you want to go a 65 and move 65 to 75, then to a 90 or something like that. So adding two to three weight classes from, I think, welter up is a potential idea. And it, I don't, there's... It's not going to inhibit performance. It might actually enhance it. I think the pool is big enough, so I don't see the disadvantages uh, from that perspective. From a physiological perspective, you're likely to enhance performance and get athletes out there fresher, and there are plenty of people ready to fight. So I don't want to hear about watering down the pool. A lot of people want a part of this. I'll let Ray go on with Mike next. <laughs> Ray Longo, and then we'll close with Mike. I believe the uh, pool will be watered down. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I would like to see some weight classes added because I know, you know, I could see like even like uh, Al at 150 I think would be a dynamo. You know what I mean? Okay, 45 right, right. is too late. 55, 55 is right. doable, you, you know, he's around, good, yeah. but, but you know what I mean? So there's a couple of guys that really, like Sazaki at 30 instead of 25, right, right. you know what I mean? Like, so you can even go up on even when, number, when, maybe, Yeah, right? when you go up, like, in boxing, I mean, look, you know years ago in boxing, you, they they would take a champ from 130, have him move up to 135. That was a huge difference, Exactly, man. yeah. Huge. Yeah. When the competition is stacked, that's a big jump. It's huge. So I think for some of these guys, like, again, I could see – Sazaki at 130, where he doesn't kill himself down to 135, I could see his ability enhanced for sure. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yep. again, yep. I think Al at 150 is a major problem. You know what I mean? So you I, could bump up tens and yeah, then add a couple along so. the way. Yeah, I, I just think Welter and Overy could add a few. I don't, put it this way. Here's the way I think to your uh, observation. I don't think it hurt anything in boxing back in the day. Right. Because right. the difference was... There were so many good guys. We always talk about that light heavyweight class with Michael Spinks and Matthew Saad Muhammad and uh, oh man, we were talking about the other day. Just uh, who's the other guy? Eddie Gregory, Eddie Mustafa Muhammad. Even the cruiserweights. I mean, you had John John Conte. uh, You had ten guys that could have been champions. People wanted to watch those. Now the difference is today. There's other ways of making money. I think that diluted. Boxing, right? You know what I mean, right. who went into this sport? Who yes, went into yes, that? Of course. And I think that maybe I, I right, don't know. I'm right. talking no, off the top of my head. You know what I mean? But back in the day when they had those a lot of weight classes, when boxing was strong and there wasn't a lot of outlets for these guys, they were all filled. They were all good, man. And they were all filled in they good. Were, they and were MMA good. has that potential. You know, That's you know, my I don't point. think you're seeing the super fights like you had with. You know, uh, Hagler, Hearns, and right. Leonard, and Duran, and, you know, I mean, dude, they were, it was crazy. Pepino, Cuevas, uh, they had just guy after guy that was awesome, man. So I think adding some weight classes done properly would be really, really, a, it's, a, it's a big plus for the I UFC. Agree. Mike Sigliano, any insight I, on I that? I don't think that any comment that I would have would Or you like me. I would rather forward. just I would I add will, like an over 40 I would like to say, like to say better, Tony. That, that the joy that I see <laughs> wow. on Ray Longo's yeah. face when he talks about the Sarah Longo fight team and yes. how it's a family <laughs> and how it keeps him young, I just think that is so beautiful. 
and to see you. How young do you think it keeps me? I just and how, how young? And how beautiful do you, you think it is? All you Are need you draw a is a good hug <laughs> and a nice kiss. Not from you. Want to bring it in yeah, here? Come on. Definitely not. That's today's beyond, Mike. Come over this. Come on. Oh, look, everyone. Look at that. Look at that love. All right. It makes you feel good. Come on, uh, folks. Wim, you're clapping we, for that. We made Mike Risigliano feel good, and that's what we're all about here. MMA stuff. and that's Beyond. That's actually our Beyond. Folks, I want you to check out MMAandBeyond.com. Find Ray Longo, Ray Longo MMA. I'm Steve Maraboli. Fight Shape underscore Richie. MT Risig. Yes, sir. Make sure you Happy check out the here. Fight Science Institute as well. And again, thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating so people who don't know about us can find us we have well over a hundred thousand listeners now and we're really really grateful but there's plenty of people who don't know who about us so please five star rating some reviews helps them find us if they're looking into sports mind science mma ufc bellator whatever it is they may be looking for if you give us ratings they'll find us as well so thank you so much this is mma and beyond we'll see you next time all right well, good show. 